Hell yes, you spiritual badass. The play button you just hit brought you into a world of your own magic where you can be, do, and have anything. Where the possibilities are endless and you are limitless. I'm Janessa McKenzie, your guide on this journey, an NLP practitioner, master mindset coach, and an intuitive and lunar living expert. Join me in mixing the woo with the do to elevate you to be the best version of you that you can be. Raise the collective consciousness to a higher frequency so we all rise and many, many future generations continue to rise. We're going to unlearn all the bullshit that we've been taught and conditioned to believe and shift into the next paradigm of truth and to walk along the spiritual path, whatever that looks like for you, to find more love, light, joy, and gratitude. I'm sharing all the knowledge I have and will continue to acquire to help you to live the best possible life of abundance, growth, and self-love. You can manifest your dreams. You can create your own incredible reality. You are meant for more. You deserve more. You can be, do, have whatever you want because you are limitless. You are a spiritual badass. Let's do this. Hey, welcome back, you spiritual badasses. I am here today with Melissa Amos. And Melissa uh, works with the Akashic Records. She's an energy healer, and she's co-created a crystal healing modality and holds space for a group of soul explorers to help them find their own inner power. And today we're going to talk about the Akashic Records. Um, If you have been listening to this podcast for a while, you know in September I did release another episode that had to do with the Akashic Records, but this one's going to be different because I still had a million questions after that episode. Um, And this one, we're going to really talk about what they are. We're going to try, Melissa's going to do her best to explain what the heck they are, what we do there, what we can do there, how to get there. And and then I'm going to have a million questions in between because they are really, really interesting to me. And I'm just so excited to have this talk with Melissa. So how are you, Melissa? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I am very excited to be here. Yeah, is there anything that you'd want to add to what I just said about what you do, who you help, how you help them? Um, I would just say that you, you've got it very spot on, Janessa. I'm very impressed. Uh, but yeah, you know, <laughs> for me, I am all about helping people stand in their own power and yeah. helping them understand their own uniqueness and their own possibilities and their own connection and their own soul alignment so that they can be truly themselves along this spiritual path, which can take us in so many wonderful directions, right? Yes, it can. And amen to that, because that's one of my biggest, um, you know, goals too, is to help people find their own uniqueness and really tap into their own magic because, and to be self-sourced. So all our energies cross for a reason. Yeah. We're kindred spirits, I think. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's start with what the heck are the Akashic Records? Oh, don't they just sound so mystical and magical? They do. <laughs> to me, they, they do. do. <laughs> they are. Um, so I want to start by saying this. I think the, the Akashic Records are so vast and so deep 
that many of us who work in the records will all have our own experiences and our own understandings and our own methods even of working in there. So what I'll be sharing with you today is my experience of working with them and my truths about this. So take what resonates with you and uh, leave what doesn't. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. That sounds uh, amazing. So what are they? So for me, they are this energetic superhighway of information that contains everything that you as a soul has ever experienced, ever said, ever done, any ever desired. And that is from a soul point of view, uh, which means that, you know, we have many incarnations. My belief is that we can come and have hundreds, even thousands of incarnations through our soul's lifetime. Mm-hmm. And everything that has ever happened is contained in this energetic space, if you like. Mm. And they're open, they're they're available to us now for us to explore and understand. As before they weren't? I think before they were available, but they were very guarded. Um, So you may have heard there's some of the kind of famous prophets like Edgar Cayce, who was known as the sleeping prophet. He was one of the first to have uh, maybe termed that he was in the Akashic Records. And I think back then, you know, in the 1800s and, you know, in, in those kind of more, you know, modern history, things were more or less available to us. And this, and for me, this is just due to the vibration of the planet at the moment. You know, if you even think about how much us as a species have have evolved in the last two years, five years, 10 years, 50 mm-hmm. years, 100 years, we are ascending like every day. You know, there's yeah. light codes coming down. There are, you know, we're awakening. We are understanding. We are doing things like energy work and Reiki and healing. And things are becoming so much more available to us that as we as humans and as a planet are raising our vibration and raising our consciousness Mm. so the akashic records which are an energetic field i think are becoming more available to us it's like they're becoming closer to us whereas you know 200 years ago even maybe 50 years ago we just weren't quite ready for the understanding and the wisdom and the healing perhaps that was available in them yeah and I, I feel like there's a couple of things there that I, you know, have thought about a lot before that, you know, as soon as, you know, Henry Ford created a car, <laughs> it was like super speed technology to now yeah. compared yeah. to the past. Yeah. Right. Um, and there were some people probably you know more than the ones i'll mention here but like um albert einstein and nikola tesla and even some of the old older like prophet type of not i don't even want to say prophet but like philanthropist i don't even know but a lot of people that like pythagorean and and like people Mm -hmm. like that that were on this earth that had these amazing you know views of the world and their mind was just so open and they could like they were just here before their time 
but I think they were here before their time to get us ready for the time that was coming. Even though, because a lot of people didn't believe them or mm -hmm. think that they were, I'm not Albert Einstein, obviously people, I mean, he, you know, gave us a, a million theories, but like Newton and, and all of those, you know, like people yeah. like that, that really changed the course of science and even, you know, the non-physical worlds because like quantum physics, like way back yeah. when nobody ever would have believed anybody that's <laughs> anything about quantum. They would have been like, you're crazy. You know, so it was like we had to have these amazing people before their time. Because can you imagine what those people would do now? Wow. We'd really be at super speed. Um, <laughs> I've got a theory. I've got a theory on all of that, which oh. very much relates into the record. So I love that you brought that up. Awesome. Um, normally, we'd talk about this a bit later on, but I think let's bring it up now. Uh, so I've I've explained that the records are this. Um, energetic superhighway, right? Yeah. Um, which contains everything that we as a soul know. Yeah. But there's also, so that is our Akashic records, but there's also the Akashic field, which is where we are as, you know, as humanity or as a species or, you know, as a consciousness, if you like. Mm -hmm. And here's my theory that we are all evolving, both spiritually, technologically, you know, always. And when we become ready or about to become ready for a certain invention, so you mentioned the motor car or the, you know, even the light bulb or the telephone, mm. have you ever wondered why with, we speak about the car, so um, what was his name? Um, Carl Benz and Daimler both invented the motor car completely separately within the same year, mm. yeah? Alexander Graham Bell and I think it was Elijah Gray, both invented the telephone, they say on the same day in mm -hmm. completely different parts of, um, you know, of the country. Mm -hmm. And how is that to be? Is it that just suddenly those things became available? My theory is that we, were ready for it there was enough of us that had put that call out there into the field into the records that said we are ready for this next advancement and then somebody like um you know tesla henry ford einstein um, bell whoever it was who had those ex the expertise who had the the desire who had the drive who had the and knowing and the want, the, you know, the desire to do it. Mm -hmm. We're kind of sitting there, you know, doing their thing. And then this, this uh, like ball or this bubble, I see them as bubbles, came in and was like, here we go. I'm going to drop this into your mind. And then here's the blueprint, if you like, of this next invention. Because how many of those said, oh, it was when I was dropping into a state. It was when I was just falling asleep. It was, I think Einstein was like when he was riding on the bus. Mm. Um, that these these um, blueprints, if you like, dropped into their mind. And for me, there's something there about the Akashic Records that these, these technologies or these um, businesses or these understandings are all contained in there. But then it takes a human, a person, 
to be able to ground that and understand that. Mm. And it's, you know, the invention of the telephone wouldn't drop into my head because I don't have the understanding and the education and quite frankly, even the desire to be able to, to ground that. Mm. But there's something there about when our resonance resonates with that of an idea that the planet are ready to ground and to enjoy, mm. maybe they can come together to create something wonderful. Yes. Yeah, like where the, the human form is the vehicle to, yes. to bring these to life on this planet. Exactly. And I think for me, you know, this brings a lot of stuff together, like about the Akashic Records, that we all have these unique blueprints and that there are these advancements and these potentials that are available. But it also brings into account things like the law of attraction, Mm. things like, um, you know, intuition, why things drop into our minds and how people come together. It's like there's this whole massive web. Yes. that is connecting us somehow and when we act on that intuition and that involves healing our past stuff that involves believing in ourselves that involves you know knowing our worth and all of that stuff but when we actually act upon our intuition well then amazing things can happen right absolutely so we've established that the akashic records is like this energetic kind of place mm-hmm. that is I'm going to say not 3D <laughs> uh, that we can go and what do we do there okay so we bear in mind that they contain everything so therefore we can go in and discover anything right mm-hmm. um, but I'm going to say there's I suppose there's two different aspects of this there's our own personal records which is really where my interest is in more and then there's the field which contains which is what we were just discussing um so depending where you go in and what your interests are of course we can discover anything but why would we want to do that um so for me I'm very much about working with who we are are now how we're showing up in the world now what's going on with us now and understanding if but there probably is um if there is a past influence that has either inhibited us um blocking us um keeping us in some karmic loop cycle thing mm-hmm. or that is encouraging us you know a talent a skill something that we've had that's contained there in the past which helps us to unleash or unlock where we are now. Mm-hmm. So this can be for anything. This can be for a, you know, if I'm not sure about something or if I find that I have these loops going round and round, these behavioral patterns, mm-hmm. if I'm always in a particular relationship, if I always find myself self-sabotaging, if I have self-worth issues, if I have, you know, even with physical ailments, Mm-hmm. If, there's, if there's something I want to discover, you know, I've done the work, I've said the affirmations, I've, you know, done, gone to the energy healer, I've done all this stuff, and yet there's still something more to be revealed, then we can go into this space, we can ask that question with that healing intent, I, w- I wish to heal this, I wish to know more of this, I wish to show up more as my 
true authenticity. Mm-hmm. We can go in there and discover what it is, what action, what deed, what experience is causing that to resonate in our present life. Yeah. Now, I have also heard that you can, there's a couple of things that I've heard. <laughs> so yeah. let's talk about that. I've heard <laughs> that you can, like, I don't want to say delete things, but that's the word that somebody used, but I don't feel like that's the right word is delete. I'm thinking more of like heal things. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that you can see past, present and future, but the future could change depending on your choices that you're making. Okay. Uh, so let's take that second one first. If you think about how we work as humans, right, mm. we can pretty much know that our past affects our present. Yeah. So what we did in the past affects us where we are now. Mm-hmm. And where we are now, obviously, affects where we're going in the future. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Past affects present, present affects future. Now, if you know, let's say you're my bestie, right? And you know how I normally behave with things. You know how I make decisions. You know what my beliefs are. You know what my current circumstances are. You could probably guess based on where I am now, where it is that I'm moving into the future. Mm. Yeah, you'd be like, okay, well, you know, she's got this opportunity. You know, yeah, she's going to take it because that's the sort of person she is. Or no, she'll, you know, mess it up and she'll fall over and she'll trip at the interview and all of this stuff based on who I am. If you imagine the Akashic Records as this field that knows you fully, it knows you absolutely fully. Everything that you as a soul being have ever done. It knows your thoughts. It knows your deepest, darkest. Yeah, it knows everything that you have done in the past. Therefore, it's really quite easy to predict what's going to happen in the future. Mm. Yeah, based on my past patternings. However, I the future is, is only a potential. The future is not set in stone because in any moment I can change my present. Yeah, this can be I change my beliefs around something. This means like, you know, I have a, a word with myself. This means I have an energy healing. This means that, you know, some disaster that happens that that um, has you know left me to lose my money or lose a limb right like anything can happen in the moment which is going to change the trajectory of the future yeah right so yes it contains the past yes it definitely contains the present because remember what I said the records contain everything your soul has ever done thought been desired so therefore right now in this moment we are writing records Mm-hmm. every moment there's never a moment when you're not which we'll come back to in a minute mm. so based on who I am and what I'm saying and how I'm resonating where my energy is now whether I choose to say yes or no will depend on what's happening what's going to happen in my future there are more likely future potentials however now this comes back to your first point about can we delete or heal mm. I can, um, there's a few ways I can change the future. One, I can go into the future, you know, travel into the future or, you know, set my goals. This is intention setting, goal setting, visualization, all of this stuff. I can go into the future 
and I can set that. And you can do that in the records because it's a, it's a potential. So you can go in there and kind of visualize um, or create how you want something to go. So yeah, that's one way. Um, but that's almost like, a, um, I don't know, it's not quite as solid if you like. Yeah. I can change no. where I am now yeah. and, and say, okay, well, I'm gonna do the affirmations. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna have a word with myself. And you know, again, that's gonna help change the future. Mm. However, if I do that now, maybe all of that stuff that's been going on in my psyche, all of those patternings and those beliefs and those limitations that I've brought on myself will probably come up at some point. So I have a third option. And my third option is to go back into the past and go, okay, what's happened? What's going on? And from then I will, so how I work is then I receive like almost a story of what happened. So I was this person and then this happened and then I said this vow and that's what's resonating in my field. Mm. Can I go back and delete that? There are readers out there that do that. And when I first started reading, I was like, oh, this is cool. You can just go and wipe it out and make it not be. But the longer I've been working on that, that doesn't feel good for me anymore. Mm. Because there's always, in my experience, there's always gold in that, in that situation. There's something that happened. Yeah, it might have been really traumatizing. It might have been awful. But if I were to change that then and make it so it didn't happen, maybe I would lose the lesson that I learned. Right. Maybe, right. maybe maybe if I'm working on someone else's, maybe I'm going to take on that karma if there's something that's being repaid, mm. right? So for me, it's you can, you can do it. And there are definitely readers out there and there's books out there which teach you how to do this. But for me, it's not about changing what happened because what happened happened. Yeah. For me, it's about going in there and going, okay, this happens to me, Yes. And it was very traumatic. But what happens when we have something traumatic? Think about this life. Something happens and um, it's an incident. And then around that incident, we get a load of feelings. So feelings are a higher energy than the actual incident. There's a lot of depth in there. So it almost this, if you imagine that the incident is like a tiny pebble, all of the emotions around it are like it's being wrapped in, I don't know, string. Um, and then what do we do? We then telling all the story oh this happened to me blah 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 blah. and we tell our friends and we do that and everyone treats you differently so suddenly this tiny pebble which is the incident comes into a huge boulder Mm. because I keep rewriting the story it's limited in me in some way I've got fear around this now you know I might have even that that incident might have even caused me to pass right in that moment Mm. and then that's a huge energetic influence because then your body is going you know in in the next incarnation it's like oh don't do that again because you know yeah. it didn't end very well last year. <laughs> yeah so that one incident has got this massive story <clears throat> so now we're dealing not with an incident with a boulder so what can I do I can go back to that boulder which is now weighing very heavily in my field which is mm. causing me if you imagine it's on a set of, uh, of like there's an arrow on the other end of it the arrow is pointing in one way, way because it's so heavy Mm. So rather than trying to move where the arrow goes, I can start to remove some of the layers around this, some of the stories, some of the misunderstanding, some of the judgment. Well, he did that to me. 
Well, maybe he did that to you because that was the only thing that he could do at that time. Yeah. Mm. Um, bring forgiveness, which is going to lighten it up. Bring energy work to it, which is going to um, dissipate some of the energy. And mm. then I can make that boulder turn in, back into the pebble or into mm-hmm. a stone. And so therefore, yes, it still happened and it still contains the lesson and the, the experience, but it's not heavy in my field. It's just another incident that happened to me. As yeah. I do that, that changes where I am now because that suddenly that belief of, oh, I'm a victim or this awful thing happens whenever I speak out or whatever it is, suddenly isn't so important anymore. It's just it's like watching a movie rather than <clears throat> experiencing it yourself. And then right. guess what? Then my future is going to change because now I make decisions differently. Now I understand things more. Now I have acceptance or understanding or humility or... Uh, you know whatever it is that I need in order to make a new decision next time yeah so it's like removing all of like the fear and the limiting beliefs and the possible like values that you thought you create had to create around that little pebble that aren't serving you now yeah and just like kind of removing those so that yes, the experience happened, the lesson is learned, but all the heavy crap now is, you know, healed or removed or. Better. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I love it. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, you can imagine it like a storybook that something happens and it's just a line in the story. But then we create a whole paragraph around it or a whole chapter around it or even, you know, five series around it. Mm. And if you if you think of the space as as a library or as a series or something, then if it's the the more room it's taking up, the more it's going to affect you, the more that's the main character in your play. Whereas if you just go, okay, well, you were walking past, you know, or this happened and it's it's not so heavy. So therefore. Yes, it can inform you, but it doesn't have to rule you. And then you can make that informed decision. So I'll give you an example, you know, and this comes up so much for people on the spiritual path is it it wasn't that long ago where anybody, you know, if we were having this conversation 150 years ago, then, you know, (laughs) things might not have ended well, you know. No, we probably would have gotten burned at the stake or something. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Now, and, and this happened and this happened for hundreds of years. And so yeah. we chances are and, and, and it wasn't just then, you know, there was the whole like, you know, if you believe in the Atlantean times, there was all that, that you know, going on as well. And there's there's basically for centuries been this whole thing about stepping into your power and that's not been encouraged. So when we here now with this vibrating consciousness you know this this a higher level of consciousness that we've ever had where we're all coming to step into our power but there's a real fear of what will happen to me if I do that what will happen mm-hmm. to me if I stand up against the system what yeah. will happen to me if I take my health into my own hands what will happen to me if I you know speak up and say well I'm an energy healer or I work with tarot cards or whatever well mm-hmm. what would have happened in past is you might have got burnt at the stake you might have had your children taken away from you you might have had um you know been been exited from the tribe yeah mm-hmm. 
all of these things could have happened. They're real fears. They are, that's your life. And, you, and it might not have even have been you. It might have been your parents or your grandparents or somebody else in the village. Or you might have been the one that, um, you know, told on your sister for being a witch. There's so much trauma. And that is all held in there. So when we're there now going, oh, well, I'm going to be an energy healer. I'm going to do this and get this real pull because this is our destiny. This is what we're, we were born for. This is what we're made for. And then suddenly we're about to go in the spotlight and you know we we pull ourselves back we say no we make excuses we go we pull out at the last minute or our throat you know we get start to get physical symptoms or you know we break our leg because what's happening there is our field is going oh no it's not safe remember what happened before and it's not trying to sabotage you but it's trying to keep you safe because that's the belief and that's the memory that if I step out I'm going to end up at the bottom of a lake, right? Mm. So what we can do is go back in there and go, okay, well, that happened to me. And this was the lesson. And actually look at how that helped change, you know, society and humanity. And, you know, we're all part of a bigger picture then. But it's also going, well, yeah, that happened. But look at the gifts. You know, me in that life might have been a trained herbologist or midwife or you know spell maker or I might have had some amazing gifts which are now hidden under this fear under this this you know energy of no don't do it so by healing that by going it's okay we're safe now this isn't going to happen again you know calming that down if you like removing the barriers around and then not only are you releasing the trauma around it but you are also awakening what it what that magic that was inside that that magic that's in that pebble that is maybe causing you to want to become the energy healer the spiritual coach or whatever it is that you're moving towards now yes and i i have a i feel like that's that's what's happening to me there's some kind of boulder back there that, uh, you know, every time I go to, you know, really go for something, I'm like, yeah, I don't know, you know? So, yeah. Um, I'll give you an example of how that this showed up for me. So about, um, I don't know when it was, five or six years ago, I started to, funny enough, just after I'd had my first Akashic reading, about six years ago, Mm -hmm. Um, I became a Reiki teacher Mm -hmm. I finally was like right I'm going to do this and I'd cleared a lot of stuff about you know me being out in the open but anyway so I was teaching Reiki and it after about five or six classes that I'd taken I realized that there was a pattern that every time I was about to teach Reiki on that morning I would get a sore throat and one particular occasion I had a weekend it was my fullest class Um, I think there at the time I think there was about six or seven people in the class and a full weekend I woke up that morning I got full-on tonsillitis Um, that was it I did the Saturday the Saturday night I I went to bed and I was like oh I don't really feel very well Sunday morning full-on tonsillitis my throat was I couldn't speak I thought, how am I going to run this course? Yeah, <laughs> um, and you're like, great. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, thank you. Anyway, I turned, I showed up 
because um, I didn't feel that ill, but I couldn't talk. I showed up and it just so happened that one of the ladies there had all this throat medicine with her. Anyway, just beside mm. the point. See? Um, I managed to teach, the, yeah, I managed to teach the class somehow. Um, like I felt fine on the day and then came home that night and I was like, this is it. I'm gone for a week. Mm. So it was that moment that I thought there's something going on here because for the last five or six times that I've taught Reiki, my throat has gone. What's going on? So I did what I do and I went into my records and I asked that question and it transpired, probably not that surprisingly, that um, in a similar incident, I wasn't teaching Reiki, but it was, you know, um, again, this kind of empowering other people where I'd got caught and, um, you know, my off with her head kind of situation. Mm -hmm. So what's going on there is my body that, so I knew my path was, this is, this is what I'm doing. I'm teaching Reiki, I had a real call to do this, but my body, my cellular memory, which I do believe that our records are held in every, every cell, right? So there's a weakness, I suppose, around my throat, which, was the site of the trauma yep. um, started to vibrate and went Melissa you're not safe stop mm. it and she and you know like she's not stopping it what can we do give her tonsillitis That'll make yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I went in and I did some healing and I reminded myself like I'm safe no one's going to kill me this time like I'm just doing my thing and it's okay and it was just this kind of soothing and I used Reiki as well so you can work with Reiki to in the records I mm. used Reiki to to soothe that and to bring healing and understanding and forgiveness to the people that um you know perpetuated that that crime and now when I teach Reiki I still get a subtle reminder I'm like mm. oh why does my throat hurt oh yeah because I'm teaching Reiki and I just come back and I put my hand on my throat a bit of Reiki and I say you're all right you're safe you are safe and it goes it's it's not it's not debilitating it just it's like a reminder I'm yeah. safe well so I want to say this if anyone's on this path if anyone's listening to this and they find that that they're about to do something and then something holds them back or they always get sick or you know there's um something always seems to be in their way it's not because spirit are going no don't do it it's not your path it's probably because because it's you're about to really step into your power and there's something in there for you to heal so that you can move on to the next level yeah I love that because one that's much more comforting than (laughs) then so here's my experience with with that is that I can feel my soul screaming you need to be on this specific path. You need to impact people. You need to create a community. You need to be a voice. You need to empower, right? Yeah. And which I do, and I love to do that, but there's more, and I don't know what the more is, but then when I step out into what I think might be more, it's like, eh, no. So I'm sure there's something in there that's, that keeps holding me back from a couple of things. One, the success that I want, 
Yeah. And two, the the larger impact that my voice can have. Um, yeah. You know, that I know it can have, that I know it's supposed to have. Because it's funny yeah. because people have said to me before, like, why did you choose to be an entrepreneur? And why did you choose spirituality? Like, <laughs> like what the heck, right? And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, there's so many reasons for it um, that I've heard, right? Yeah. But inside me, I'm like, it's like, you cannot stop doing this. Yeah. Like, that's what I feel inside is like, there, this is, it's not a, it's not an option to not yeah. do it. Um, I'm going to say this. Yeah. Because this is what I'm feeling for you. So, just like we were talking about, you know, Henry Ford and Tesla and Einstein, and that we're all ready for something. Um, there's not just what we have in our records, which is, yes, I'm here. And, you know, one of the things I discovered in my records is that I'm a teacher. And I was like, no, I'm not. I was like, well, I'm not a teacher. And she was like, okay. <laughs> find that when you're a teacher and I was like no I that's and then I discovered and I was like okay and then sure as anything that's now what I do but I didn't have that belief in myself but as soon as that became uncovered and I was like okay well I can contemplate that I can you know I can discover that and it was that quick it was like within a few weeks I had basically I sat in circle at that time and they said to me oh will you run circle when the teacher's not there and I was like who me and anyway, so that was kind of how that progressed. But there's more than go, there's more than what happened to me in there. There's also all of those other people that you may have agreed or contracted, you know, maybe part of your soul family or your bigger, you know, your, your sort of larger extended soul family, if you like, that are here to learn certain lessons. And it may have been that you decided at a soul level that you were the one that was going to come down here to help them because you have the skills and you had the experience and maybe because you understand the persecution and you understand the limitations and like all of these other things right that led you to be in that perfect perfect from that point of view right that perfect situation to deliver that and in some moment when the rest of the soul family is sitting there thinking right I need something else I need something else they're putting that call out to the universe because your resonance is that because you've made that agreement or you were prepared or you have um you know built up to this point that you hear that calling mm -hmm. and so it's like yes I'm either going to step up and do this which is really the harder part mm -hmm. um or I'm going to shrink back and just allow for the past stories to you know to hold me back because mm -hmm. actually when you do step up what may happen certainly what happened for me is that the limitations that I held about myself came up because mm -hmm. it's like you're on a, this was the image they gave me at that time. It's like you're a hot air balloon and you've got all these sandbags and you've got these um, hooks hooking you down into the earth. And you can only rise so high if you've got those hooks coming down and you've got those sandbags going in. So, you know, it's not a case of, well, I'm just going to clear my records and chuck everything out because uh, then you're going to maybe fly off with no direction it's yeah. you know taking that and going okay what is that do I need that anymore is this good cargo to hold in my 
in my hot air balloon or is this something that I can I can leave behind right now and yeah. then when you when you work with that then suddenly your your bubble your hot air balloon floats into their awareness and they can step up so it's not just you that mm. you are influencing it's not just your soul progression mm, that's interesting yeah because I mean I have I have lots of interesting Uh, you know, I mean, you're on this podcast and you know what I do. So, you know, that there's probably a million different things that I have or modalities that I have, you know, checked out, looked into whatever. Mm -hmm. And to run down the very quick line of interesting shit that can, that can be one person on this earth. Right. So Mm my, um, my human design type is a reflector, mm-hmm. which is literally like 1% of the population yeah. and is here to um, mirror back what I see. Yeah. So people that have read my like human design chart, sorry, my cats are literally climbing my leg right now. Um, <laughs> They're trying to play with each other on my leg, which is going to look like, I don't even know. But anyways, (laughs) people that have read my um, charts are, you know, as a reflector, if nobody knows, it means that all of your centers are open, which Mm -hmm. is not a bad thing. It, it, It can be very confusing at times with energy and things like that. But it really means that I have no defined way of bringing in or putting out like specific information in any of my centers but it also means that I am very open to everybody else's energy in all of those centers right yeah so I can pick up like inspiration from anywhere if I don't like the inspiration on one side of the room, like if I'm, if I go to a coffee shop and I'm like, I need some inspiration today. Right. And I go in and I sit in one corner and there's like, you know, five tables there. I can pick up inspiration. If I don't like the inspiration there I can go to the other side of the coffee shop and pick up totally different, you know, inspiration. Yeah. Um, like people have said, Oh, you're like a walking Oracle card. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what a reflector is pretty much like an, a walking Oracle card. Yeah. Um, my astrology chart, I am technically an Aries, but sun was zero degrees, like 0.4 degrees into Aries when I was born. Mm-hmm. So at, t- from Pisces, so I am like fire and water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so talk about being a confusing being, right? That's how I feel sometimes yeah. is that I'm very conflicted in certain things, fire and water. I'm open to everything. Um, people have said to me, you have like every Claire and you just don't know how to use them yet right now in this lifetime. Yeah. Um, so like pretty much I'm like this walking Oracle and don't have any idea how to use it. (laughs) Um, it's, It's interesting because I'm wondering if this was one of your, uh, vow or soul lessons to be able to be more malleable in other people's presence 
you know, to be able to rather than, well, this is my way or the highway, but rather than that is to be allowed to take it. It just feels like there's something with you that, you know, as this reflector, it's also about reflecting other people's energies back at them. Having yes. that non-judgment and going, okay, well, I'm going to take all in for what it is. And, but then I think your challenge is to then create from that sense of divinity, from that sense of what is right for all, you know. Mm. So there's, I don't know, there's something there. And it, it makes me wonder when I look at people's records and when I see them, I don't see their whole records laid out. Because imagine how much information's in there. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I get given, sometimes I get almost a blueprint, but generally I get given, you know, particular incidences of what have happened. And as I'm not in your records, there's just something there about, you know, um, maybe when you were too rigid in your ways, you were like, well, this is it. And I know myself and I know this so well and everything is this. And it's like, well, actually now um, my challenge is to, be more open to that, but then be able to bring in that power, yeah. which might be why you are, you find yourself stopping when it's like, okay, this is going to be my career. This is going to be my offering. This is going to be my, um, you know, yeah, my offering to the world. Mm-hmm. Cause it's too defined. Oh, but that, that feels to me like it's your, that's your challenge to yeah. overcome yeah. onto ground. Yeah. And that to me feels like if I don't have like a specific, not, I don't even want to say specific because I'm actually, <laughs> it's funny you say that because I've actually kind of, you know, opened up more about a spe- like being super specific. Yeah. It's um, more about like just a general, like, can I just get a general direction at this point? Yeah. Sometimes, you know what I mean? I'm like, can I just get a general push? You know, <laughs> yeah. but you know what? spirit all the time. Can I just get like the general push? Um, because my, I, I mean, ideas come to me all the time and I have to mm-hmm. figure out which ones are mine and which ones aren't yeah. because they come in so fast. Sometimes I'm like, oh, 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 but then when like something else happens after that, I'm like, okay, that was probably my, my idea or my inspiration or my thought or whatever Mm -hmm. um but you know going back a little bit to what I was saying before just one other thing like numerology in my numerology my voice is extremely important Mm -hmm. and the platforms are like it was funny because she knew I had a pot. She, the woman that did this was actually on my podcast, but she's like podcasts, in-person events and connection. Yeah. yeah. Like those three things are really super important to whatever it is that I do, but it is yeah. definitely, you know, has to do with getting, you know, raising the consciousness vibration of people like waking them up a little bit or helping them on their journey or you know whatever it is empowering them in some way to say yep this is me and I am unique and I am this amazing person that has these gifts and I'm going to go share them like I feel like that's what I that's what's meant for me like 
to so can you see how or can you notice how perfectly placed you are with all of these open centers with this need for expression with this you know energy of fire and and water which can be you know steamy and, and transformative mm. fire they, they transform each other right yes um and then perhaps um this past life where you were so in your power and so you know it, it seems to me like everything was about you you know you, you were in control right you you had the knowledge and you had the decisions and you were the one that that you know it, it, my way right so here you are now in this life with all of these energies that are playing into each other and what did you say to me at the beginning I think it was while we were recording that you want to uh, you want to make a change, right? You want to help other people stand in, in their power. You want to help other people have their voice. Now, when, when you sit there, and if you can reflect everybody, when you can reflect other people's traits back to them and their inspirations and perhaps interpret them in a way that others couldn't because you have all of these other, you know, the, all the clairs and all of these things, Maybe your role is to be that, you know, having a podcast is perfect for you because you have that voice, you have that, um, that, that power and that spotlight. But what you are doing is uh, giving other people a platform, which at the same time gives you a platform that elevates you. And the, you know, the more you are with your guests and the more you are with your clients and the more you are with, I could actually see you um, doing something with books, actually. Like God, not the first one that said that. Like you're like the fifth person that has said that. You know, it, <laughs> it, it, it could be, you know, like collecting people's stories and putting it together or even having a bookshop or having being like a publisher or something like to help other people's word get out there. Then here you are then standing in your power which for me seems to be your challenge this life to find your power, but not just based on your, um, only your viewpoint. This is about taking everyone else's in and then allowing everyone else to raise. And as you do that, then that will raise you. You know, this is where you'll get your financial freedom and your, um, you know, your freedom in your work that you enjoy, that you want to be, that you feel like you're, on purpose and your spiritual freedom as well yeah yeah that's a good point I'm like I was writing furiously as you were talking (laughs) 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 and I thought I I thought came to my head and I was like oh I gotta ask for that but now I don't remember what it was so it will come back to me though but this is the thing with the records right is that rather than than going into victim it's even things you know like human design or like astrology we can look at these aspects and go oh well I am a you know manifester and my solar plexus is open so therefore I can't do anything like you know I can't make my own decisions right or well I'm a Leo so therefore I'm always going to be pride and use it almost as an excuse right it's like oh well that's it it's just the way it is Mm. when we take into the account the Akashic records then maybe and this is where I am with it 
maybe I chose to come down with this particular astrological um, blueprint, right? Maybe I was like, okay, well, actually, for these energies to be playing out with me right now, it is going to help me move through the lessons. Because the records contain everything. Not everything is necessarily relevant in this life. But it's those things that are high energy that maybe we are just trying to move through and to send through and to heal so that we can grow, so that we are, uh, if you like, higher resonating beings. And if I came down with the perfect astrology chart, which meant that I had no issues and everything was fine and, you know, I didn't have X, Y, Z, then where would my opportunity be to grow? Right. And rather than use that as an excuse or as a victim or, well, that's just, you know, this is just the the cards that I was dealt. It's like, okay, well, this is what I chose because in a past life I was this and now this time I am here to honour that whilst, you know, releasing that. Mm. So what I, what I, like the thought that I just got in my head was, you're not necessarily here to you, like for me, this is what, like the thought that came into my head, you're not necessarily here to use your own voice, like, and also from what you said, um, you're here to raise everyone else, a, a lot of other people's voices. Yeah, but this or, is- Or so. elevate other people in different ways. Yes, but that also means but that is not as a detriment to your voice. I think there's right. something there about your balance and you finding that, like I can be assertive and I can, you know, it's almost like, like I said about like a publisher or a marketer or mm. a podcast interviewer. It, it, it is you that is holding that space and that is doing this, but you're doing it not just for you and for your power and for your fame and fortune. It's for everyone else's. And as everyone else gets their fame and fortune, well, then guess what? Yours goes up with it if you know what I mean it's like you're the you know the the pillar in the in the center and you can then all rise together yes that makes a lot of sense um so what I I did figure out what I was going to say earlier when I said I lost my thought (laughs) and I don't know if this is the the life that you know possibly could have been the the rigid part of my soul but Somebody said to me the other day, I it's kind of a weird thing. I was at my friend's store and a woman came in and she was a medium and she was talking about like, she was there for an hour and I could have sat there and listened to her all day long, just talk about all this other stuff. Right. But as she was walking out of the store, she said, you used to be you in a previous life. You were a a very well-loved shaman, Mm -hmm. a very powerful healer. Yeah. And to me, I mean, you know, shamans are uh, amazing and they help people. Right. But I would think because I haven't worked with a shaman, so I can't say this for sure. And if there are any listening, please send me a message and tell me if I'm wrong or not. But I mean, like like everybody, we all have our own specific ways to do things. Right. Mm -hmm. So a thought in my head is is going well if that was the life that was you know more rigid in the way that I did things and had the like maybe I was the only one that could heal 
mm. and have you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm just like spitballing a bunch of stuff off my head right now. But anyway, um, I it's love. Possible. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it is possible. We we won't know until we go in and figure that out. But yeah. um, but that's just definitely something that I would love to do at some point. Mm-hmm. Um. So let me think what um, I love the explanations you've given us. And I love that we now know what we can and, you know, that our destiny or our future is not set in stone because we have free will. Like, Mm -hmm. and I've always felt that I'm like, we can't like when people say, oh, it's just my destiny. Well, your destiny can be whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Because are you here to learn lessons and to have like experiment with life as a human, like a spiritual being experiencing life as a human? (laughs) Yes. That's what I believe. (laughs) I I know what I think. Um, I think it's a very, there's a lot of depth in there, but this is where I've come with all of that because I do believe in free will. Mm-hmm. I do believe in some points to destiny. Um, I believe karma isn't what we're led to believe. Um, but I believe this, that we are very empowered individuals, that we can literally create the life that we choose and that we want. And that that is not restricted by what the universe thinks that we should be doing or the grand plan for the universe. However, I do think that based on the experiences that we've had in the past, based on, you know, the um, evolution of the soul, that we have a, okay, that we have a purpose. And part of that purpose is to experience joy and to be happy and all of that. However, we've got like a deeper purpose. We have this, this soul purpose. And that isn't to, you know, create the yoga studio in Bali or whatever it is that we think, you know, <laughs> that would be, you know, which a lot of people, like, like, who wouldn't love that? Let's like the thing to do yeah. isn't the destiny, right? Exactly. However, when we, if we can become aligned to what brings our soul joy, yeah, to the thing that lights us up, to so sometimes that's the thing that scares us the most, um, but we but we come into that soul truth. Well, actually, this is what's right for me. This is our sovereignty. This is us knowing ourselves. This is us understanding that, you know, that we're not a product of what society tells us that we have to do, what our parents have to tell us what we have to do, you know, all of this other stuff. When we can truly be in our, in our soul alignment, based on all of the things that we were, all of the things that we, you know, could possibly be well then that's when the magic happens because then we haven't got two opposing forces because yes could I create the yoga center in Bali and the million pounds and the whatever probably right because I do believe that we can create uh, that we create our reality but is that my soul destiny is that my soul purpose is that really what's going to make my give my soul joy probably not Mm-hmm. if by listening to my intuition by listening to those hits by healing the aspects of me that 
are maybe resonating heavier by pushing myself out of you know my comfort zones and into my potential well then I am things will start to flow easier because then I am listening to those intuitive hits which are leading me into a it's not an easier path but a smoother path if you like this is what's leading to my ascension this is where you get those signs and synchronicities (laughs) this is where you step up and you go okay well I'm gonna connect with that I'm gonna answer that call I'm gonna do this and yeah I'm nervous but yes I'm gonna do it anyway and then that leads to that next magical synchronicity that you know opens up another opportunity and for me for me that's where it is it's becoming aligned with our soul knowing who we truly are what truly brings me joy and I don't mean that as like indulgent but as you know what makes my heart happy or what makes my soul happy yes if I'm there then life is gonna flow a lot easier and if that million pound is in my in that path and so be it and if it's not well then there's no big loss is it right that is true and yes and I I mean I think as an entrepreneur and I know that you know there are entrepreneurs in this audience that a lot of us start businesses for financial freedom space like location freedom freedom to be with our families and things like that what I have learned in my journey is that you learn so much about yourself during your entrepreneurial journey because you, they're really, you have to, (laughs) it's like, um, you know, self-development with a paycheck almost because you're, you're caught or not in the beginning. Right. But you're always, um, you know, learning something different about yourself. And if you're really paying attention to what you are learning about yourself, you'll see that every single step that you took in any journey, whether it be business or life or whatever, there was a lesson there, there, and you learned and you grew and you expanded and you, you know, came out a different person with every decision you make, you're becoming different. Of course. You know, we, we talk about the records and we talk a lot about the past or how the past is influencing us, who I was in the past, all those decisions I made. If we actually switch that and go, okay, well, I'm always writing my records. So maybe in five lives times, this will be the life that I want to go back to, to start to look at that. Right. But Mm -hmm. that doesn't need to be. If we take into our awareness now, we're constantly writing this field. So when I am in a situation, it's understanding, well, there's that pebble in there and I can choose to keep on writing the stories, which might be, I'm not good enough. Who's going to listen to me? My work isn't valuable. Or, well, I better do it like they're doing it because they're successful and therefore my way doesn't work. So we're writing all of these stories all the time, Mm -hmm. right? If we can just go, okay, well, hold on a minute. I'm writing my record now. What is my, you know, what is my most aligned action? What is true for me? What is going to be the highest resonance decision that I can make in this moment? And then when we notice ourselves doing that, um, you know, that self-talk that we all have, that convince 
is us. We're anything but what we truly are, which is divine and wonderful. Mm -hmm. When we hear that voice, it's going, okay, am I going to choose to make that the dominant feature in this chapter of my book? Or am I going to either go back a few chapters and, you know, rewrite it in some way? And we've discussed what that means for me. Yeah. Um, It's not such a big deal anymore. And so therefore, (laughs) I am now, or am I going to continue? Because it's always our choice. It's always our choice. And for me, actually, that's one of the biggest changes since working in the records. One of my biggest learnings is we are constantly writing it. So therefore, we constantly have a choice. And I choose what is in my records now and in the next moment and in the next moment. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because before we started recording, I was talking to you about um, a store, right? Opening a store. Mm-hmm. And um, I was talking to my mom about it. And she said to me, well, um, like we were talking about money and stuff and, you know, her possibly, her and my stepdad possibly investing and, and this and that. And she said, well, if it was up and running, then it might be, you know, easier for us to, uh, you know, like, uh, like put it together in our heads that like our money would be going somewhere, right? <laughs> Which opened an entire store, like an entire talk about like money mindset and, and all of that stuff, which was amazing because it's so cool to like be able to talk to my mom about that stuff. Um, but my point is, is that, you know, uh, I said to her, well, whether or not, you know, you and my stepdad, you know, invest or don't invest this is something that like my soul is telling me I have to do Mm -hmm. like this isn't something that I'm just like oh let's go open a store no it was like it was put in my path for a reason it was and like whether it's right now or whether it's in like three months or six months like this is gonna happen and she's and I said mom whether you you know, whether it's up or not, there's always going to be, you know, a what if, if you, if you let there be right. Like, how do you know it's going to work? I I don't, how do I know it's not going to work? Right. Yeah. So it's, it's just funny to, uh, you know, hear other people's perspectives on, on things like that. And, and then, and then it it always reflects back to me too, like reflector, right? Yeah. Reflects back to me too, because of course, of course it scares me to say, yes, I'm going to do this thing. And it's funny also that, you know, you were talking about, like said something about, you know, raising others voices and part of the store, like would like part of the plan of the store is to bring in like local artisans or indigenous um, artisans in like into the store yeah so that other people that they can rise too right because they make money 
they they have a better life too. Yeah. Um so I'm it's feeling kind of massive yeses here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh good. My whole body's growing. Is my whole body's expanding on that. But this oh, is this is what I want to say about this, just based on what we've spoken about today and before we started recording and all of this stuff, right? Um, and you know, hopefully this will hit for the people that are listening to this too. For me, it's not about the hows and the and the like the what, right? It's not like, okay, well, I need to have it as a bookstore. What we've discovered in this chat is that you have this potential that you've chosen through your the time you were born and your numerology, your name, and all of these other. You should have a look at your soul plan as well. I bet that'll be interesting. Anyway, yeah, I would all love of to do that. <laughs> Um, through all of these things that have come together, that you have this way of being able to absorb everyone's uh, ideas, um, but also to bring them out. There's something there in your past, and this other lady said about you being a shaman, right, which was about healing, working with the earth, and all of this stuff. Mm. So there's something with you that is able to take all of that and ground it and make it a thing. There's Mm -hmm. also something else about you where there's other people almost relying upon you yeah, and if it's not you, they will probably, you know, they'll they'll they'll, they'll find someone else, just like with the telephone and two mm-hmm. people, right? So it's up to you whether you step up. But whether you do that in a physical shop, whether you do that online, whether you do that as a, a collaborative story, um, that isn't the destiny, if you like. Mm-hmm. The the choice for you is well, what's going to bring me joy? Is it mm-hmm. that I want? Because you mentioned something about location freedom. Mm. obviously if you have a store then there's no location freedom but do you really want location freedom or is that just something that you know you've read well okay that's cool if I'm an entrepreneur then you know I can be that and I'm not saying one way is right or the other it's just understanding back to the sovereignty that's what I need however I want to say this if you decide to do this this is going to be your challenge first of all creating your vision so it's about going into that and going, okay, what is my vision? And it has to have something to do with, um, obviously, your financial freedom and your stability. And if your parents or your mum and stepdad are investing, you want to make sure that, you know, that they're happy with, with the return on that. So that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But it's also about going, okay, well, what is my mission? Well, it's to let other people's voices be heard. It's to let other people have their, you know, um, be able to express their gifts that maybe they don't have the potential to do or the opportunity to do somewhere else. So you bring all of that into your vision and you almost write that as if you are writing that record. Remember at the beginning, I said you can write future records. Our records are always being created. It's why affirmations work or can work. It's not why they don't work, but that's another story. So you write it, you create it. This is what I'm doing. I'm helping these other people. So as you start to imagine these artisans, as you start to imagine these unpublished authors, I really do see you something with, you know, authors, um, you know, doing book readings and all of that sort of thing, right? Um, as you as you bring that into your vision, what you are then doing is you're first of all writing your own record, which is bringing all of your skills in, which is bringing all of your uniqueness in. So it's on path, it's aligned. But what you're also doing is you're sending messages out to these other people who right now have this idea, they have this creation, they have this story in their head, they have this, you know, tarot deck that they want to create, but no publisher. And then suddenly they're like, ah, oh, okay, now I've got this sudden feeling that now is the time to do it, right? 
And then somehow your field, it's almost like a spider web, you'll flick your end and it will go to, and, and then their, their um, you know, the thread that they're connected to will, will feel that. And then you get connected and then suddenly you're, it's not just you rising, it's all of these other people. Mm. But you, I think your challenge will be um, almost having that assertion with it. Okay, well, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm creating. This is my vision. Because if you ground that in, based not just on you, but on what other people around you are feeling, then in terms of the records, for me, that's going to be a whole lot more successful than just, oh, well, I'm going to take over a store and hope it works. Mm. Yes. No. I, and I totally agree with that because that has been part of my um, challenge is really grounding into exactly what I want this vision to look like. Um, like, yeah. I'm like, well, we can do it this way or, oh, I can do it this way. And I can do it that way. I'm like, can, and that's why I'm like, can somebody just give me a nudge? <laughs> well, this is your nudge. I can really see as soon as you said about having a, a store, the, what I saw was um, people coming in and doing like book recitals or like readings from their books. Well, I'm going to read you something that, that I think is interesting. So the other day, for some reason, I landed on a website that was like, build your business plan, right? So it asks you for a business overview. So, yeah. and it asks you why you are unique. So this is what I wrote about why we are unique. We are unique in many ways, such as supporting other local makers and businesses, as well as non-local indigenous artisans by helping them sell their products to people who may not have otherwise seen them with commission consignment sales in our store. And we also collaborate with pop-up shops we also rent space to local healers or spiritual service providers on a per diem basis so that they can currently do so that that uh, hold on a per diem basis so that others that currently don't have a space to share their gifts with the world can do so now. Yeah. I am nodding. I'm you are nodding. nodding. Big, she's big <laughs> nodding too. Yes. <laughs> I can't see this nod. But I push. She wanted a push. That's a push because you and this. This is the thing when it comes to this work. And the you know we said at the beginning. Well, the Akashic records are this mystical, magical place, but they're not because they're current. They are here. We are mm. always in there. And and us more sensitive, us people on the spiritual path. Yes, we might not be consciously navigating into the records in in a traditional sense, but of course we have this constant communication with it mm -hmm. the trick for me is about understanding it that's number one respecting it that's number two I don't know there's no hierarchy here but understanding it mm -hmm. respecting it and then working with it to go mm -hmm. okay like this is me sabotaging myself not because I'm trying to sabotage myself but because I'm trying to be safe because of a mistake I made in the past because mm -hmm. of something that happened to me in the past right it, it's it's working with that because then we can start to create that aligned business without the doubt of oh well it's not going to work no one's ever done it like that before and oh well have you considered this right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, because it comes from that um it comes from another space just like 
you know, how we started this with Alexandra Graham Bell going, okay, well, I've got this wacky idea or Nikola Tesla, well, I've got this crazy idea. And it, 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 like you said, it was before their time, but it had to come, it had to come at some time. Mm-hmm. And, and now look, just, like it, Nikola Tesla's uh, inventions are being used all the time in all different types of things now. Yeah, And exactly. obviously, I mean, you know, Albert Einstein, I mean, all science, science is pretty much based on <laughs> Albert Einstein's theories. Exactly. And imagine he'd have gone, no, 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 they will think yeah. I'm not. Yeah, but he didn't. Right. And, so, and, and it takes that. So by understanding, by aligning to that field, and for me, the, the Akashic records are about aligning to your soul, aligning to your highest self, aligning to not the past life that you were and the traumas that you faced or the magics that you had, but that whole soul that like oversoul, right? That, you know, that, that kind of highest point that contains the um, information or the resonance of all of those things that you were. Why were you all of those things? Like why on earth why were we all of those things that we were? Why did we have to experience the horrors and the tribulations and the trials, but also the joys and the, the love and the, you know, everything? Why did we do that? because we are moving into a potential. Mm. They, they gave me once um, an image when I was in the records and I was asking, I like to ask the big, the big questions. <laughs> and I, I was like, okay, like, what's the point of all this? Like, why, like, why, why did I experience all this? And they gave me this wonderful image. Um, and it was this, uh, so you know like how we are told we're all one but we're like well I'm not a one because I'm having my own experience here and I'm not you and all of this stuff and that was the that was where I was going with this particular mm-hmm. meditation and they showed me this image of this um it was like a, a um, like a spiral if you like a big ball and in the middle it was white and all around this circle it was the, the colors of the rainbow mm-hmm. um so like the the violet at the beginning and then the towards the outside mm-hmm. and what they showed me is that you know in every incarnation if you like we come in as one of those droplets along this massive field and all of us there are in this huge big circle spiral thing that they showed me mm-hmm. and we're all a different color or a different hue right we're humans right so we are mm-hmm. a different hue of these colors and every time we experience something um um, we, um, if you like, every experience holds a color. And every time we experience that, that color goes into our spectrum. So we start to move through this big spiral. And our ultimate goal, the place where we're going, um, the place where we, you know, our truth is when we're at the white light in the middle. Because what's the white light? The white light is a combination of all the colors. Mm. Yeah, you can't, if, if you haven't got all the colors in there, it's not white yeah it it has to it contains everything so therefore I need to come down here to experience every single aspect of every single thing so that I can come and be what is the white light that is the source that is the god Mm. self that is the Mm. you know the highest source divine the divine 
so I'm not the red at the bottom of that spectrum isn't separate from that it's all part of that one big circle but in order to get to where I need to be or to get to that what do you call it full enlightenment is I have to experience you know the light the dark the up the down the left the right Mm -hmm. the good the bad um because they're all containing experiences which are leading me to holding more color in my hue. Mm. I love that. I love that. So that's, that's, that's yeah. I, I, was, I was floored after that for about yeah. a week. I was like, Whoa. no, it wasn't an analogy for you. That was like a, yeah, that's great. That's yeah. That's so, and, and so, and I know that oftentimes, you know, when you're dealing with, the spiritual world, like the other side of the veil, information mm-hmm. in, in the Akash, some some kind of a higher consciousness or um, you know, spirit, that they it's not always like a direct answer <laughs> to your question, right? You like no, ask no. this question and they're like, they show you this thing and you're like, okay. Now, <laughs> sometimes you're like, now I have to figure out what that means. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or sometimes, you know, you, you just, you get it and you're like, oh, okay. Like the analogy is very clear, but there are definitely mm-hmm. like, it's not like, hey, so should I do this? And they don't go, yeah, yeah, you should just do that. Like yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind right. of like this whole other way of communication that like if they don't it doesn't like to just give you the answer because you are a sovereign being exactly and yeah. who are you asking should why right. should i do this it's like you know you ask about this bricks and mortar should i do it we well, can do it um like for me what's the importance is that you're giving rise to other people's voices yeah, um, whilst finding your own or using your own, right? Mm. Founding your own. And that feels to me very much about your purpose. Mm-hmm. Now, if, the, if, if having a company or having a, a shop that allows you to do this, it's like, yes, I can do this. And this is the vehicle in which I'm going to use to do this, then, then go for it. Mm. it it's... It's, just, it's less it's, about the what's and the shoulds because you could do it in a whole you're doing it now, right right with this doing that already but now right. what's is, is there is there a next step to that and is that the is that the the shot it could be mm-hmm. and the question isn't should i do this the question for me is what do i need to know about this What's coming up for me that's stopping me doing this? What do I need to heal in order to, you know, unhook another one of those things on the hot air balloon or to remove another sandbag? What's what's the next thing and what direction am I going in? For me, if you keep that um, what clear, that I am here to help other people find their voice whilst finding my own or using my own, mm-hmm. you keep that clear, then the, the things will fold into place you'll get those signs they will come and you'll be like oh look at that there's a shop just down my road that's you know right. uh, you know that that's that I can use or the artisan comes to you and goes oh I've been looking to do that or you'll start to see other people doing it and these are all the little nudges 
that are coming to you because you and know, all three not- of those things have already happened just so you know okay okay so, so, so and go okay so what do i do in those cases i don't thank you <laughs> thank you for yes. the reminder thank you more please <laughs> what's the next step what next what am I doing what can I do now in this moment to make that more of a reality and then you just keep coming back just keep coming back to that purpose Mm. and and you know if things come up I'm not good enough or what about this or there's a money block or there's something there then that is your opportunity to go okay what color am I now receiving in order to now move up to the next level what's happening here where is that resonating in my body? What block is there that I am, that I need to move through? What past life, um, <laughs> so I do, like what past life is, is um, you know, affecting me there? What gifts have I built up in the past, which I could now really do with using? Yes. And awakening. What do I need to learn next? What's, what opportunities are now coming for me? Mm. And then just keep on trucking, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I have been through, you know, probably many lives where I've been some type of healer or something along those lines. Um, you know, I'm very drawn to obviously, you know, like spirituality and like things that you can't tangibly touch, (laughs) you know, Um, but also like nature, like, um, I love like herbs and spices and like loose tea and, um, like things that will heal. Yeah. Um, and energy work like energy. I am, I am also, a uh, I don't teach Reiki, but I do Reiki. Mm -hmm. um and things like that so I've always been drawn to like the spirituality like witchy um like spelly things you know um like my my high school thesis paper was on near-death experiences (laughs) but then we remember and like we often think that oh I'm on a spiritual path so I may have had I must have had loads of spiritual lives and I think that's true like I said at the beginning I think mm. we can have had hundreds even thousands of lives mm. but like I also said is that we we come in on every side of every coin and it's sometimes the life that is like zero spiritual you know like where we were a you know dictating the what's going on in our company or you know the 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 father that you know neglected the children or like you know like we we can Mm -hmm. be so many things and there's there's no what I love about the records is there is no judgment there it all just is what it is Mm -hmm. um that it's sometimes those points you know so for example if you were a um a business owner in a past life and you the decisions that were made then were you know like maybe the the staff were in poor conditions or you know there was some major disaster because the health and safety wasn't adhered to or something right stuff happens yeah 
um, we don't always make the best choices, but we make the choices that the best choices we can at the time, right? Based on how informed we are. But say that happened, which is obviously very unaligned with your soul, but it still may have occurred, then that is going to have like a huge influence or could have a huge influence on, oh, well, I'm going to step up and I'm going to run a business where people are going to be dependent on me because oh my gosh look what happened last time I can't be trusted mm. yeah and even though you know that you're not that person anymore and you know that you're way more informed than that now there's something in there that goes oh well I did it before so I can't be trusted and I can't do it again so sometimes it's about going into those other lives where we act in a way that is uh, <laughs> completely opposite to how we might do now yeah Mm-hmm. and bringing healing and bringing understanding to this and I mentioned about one thing that was one of the biggest influences working in the records have this was the other thing that it actually doesn't matter what we did it actually doesn't matter who we were and what decisions that we've made I have seen hundreds of things in the records both in my own and with clients Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter whether you were, you know, a saint or a sinner. The way the information gets presented is full of uh, respect, love and non-judgment. Mm. It has always been, well, this was the best that you could do in the moment. And suddenly mm. when you look at that, you could have been like the worst person in the world. But when there's something about when it gets presented to you in the records, it's it's like, okay, it it just was. This is just what happened. And you can Mm. forgive yourself for doing that. Yeah. And then suddenly all those stories and those, you know, oh well, I'd better. I mean, I was working someone this morning and she was sort of um, removing some energy, and it was like in her stomach, we had had this it was like an eel or this snake like eel like snake mm. she'd put in there I mean that's how it's represented to me she'd put in there because she didn't trust her own power mm. so it was like well I'll bring my power back but this but like a third of it can't come in I'm just going to block it with this energy mm. because she didn't trust herself but suddenly when it's like oh, okay well I just did what I could um I'm not going to make that decision again and I can be trusted and I think give myself and the other people around that situation that suddenly we can I mean we, it's like we pulled that snake out of her it was like okay now we can make room for that light now we can make room for more and now we can come in and stand in our purpose without fear of you know abusing my power or hurting other people or whatever it is yeah I love that well this has been a wealth of information Melissa, I'll tell you that for me and, and I know for everyone listening that they're going to get a lot out of this too. Um, so tell us how we can get a, how we can find you, follow you, work with you. Tell us all the things. Uh, so my website is, has all of my uh, booking information. Plus I have run a plethora of workshops on the Akashic Records based on different, uh, you know, you can work on abundance, you can work on the witch wounds, relationships, all of that. 
there's loads in there, plus an introduction and some other goodies. Um, so my website is uh, melissa-amos.com. Mm. Uh, so Melissa's one L, two S's. Um, you can also, I'm always happy for friend requests on Facebook. If you'd like to find me, um, just say that you heard me on the uh, Spiritual Badass podcast and I will accept you. So I'm Melissa Sagir Amos, S-A-G-I-R. Um, so you're welcome to find me on there. Um, I am also the creator of the soul space, which is my inner community, which uh, which I absolutely adore. It's filled with the most amazing people of soul explorers who are just here to find their unique soul voice. Mm. And uh, that's what we do in there. We do activations and coaching calls and meditations and Akashic work and all sorts of wonderful things. Um, and most importantly, we're a community. Um, mm. So all the details of that are on my website or you can contact me about that. Yeah. I have some links here. So I have um, a free gift link. Oh yeah, you can have that. Is, let's see. Um, I'm very inventive. It's my website. Yeah, I think I think that is okay to receive a free download to help you understand your own clear essence and awaken your third eye. That's what I have yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and then I have, uh, oh, so it looks like you already, by the time this releases, you've, and even now, as we record, you've already run a five day challenge. Do you run them often or? I have, yeah, I've just run it. It was my first one. It was awesome. There was almost 400 people in there. Um, wow, that's amazing. And, yeah, and it was all about them. I mean, some of the insights that they had, it's about trusting your intuition and uh, raising your energy and uh, reading and all sorts of things like that. So I will run it again, which if you uh, keep in touch with me or head over onto my mailing list, or find me on Facebook, you mm -hmm. will hear about the next uh, the next time I run that. Um, but by the time this comes out, that will all be closed because the group's closing this week. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that was absolutely awesome. You'll get a taste on that with the free gift. That is a meditation with an exercise to help you understand um, your uh, clear password, if you like, how you receive energy, uh, how you receive wisdom and intuitive fits. So that's available yeah, for a free download if you want that. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So is there anything that you'd like to say just to wrap this up or do you feel like we might dropped it and we're good? <laughs> I'm going to say this, that we are all unique, amazing beings. And sometimes we sometimes we give ourselves a hard time or sometimes we don't realize what true divinity we are but mm. if you knew if you'd seen some of the things that I've seen through uh, records through the eyes of your higher self and your angel you'd know just how truly needed you are here 
Yeah. So just remember that you're always writing your records, that you always have it in your power to uh, change the future and really that there are endless possibilities available for you in any moment. Amazing. I love that. And do you, you do um, like just readings for people? Yeah, I do private one-to-one sessions and I do group, uh, group work as well. Awesome. All right. Beautiful. And that can all be found on your website. It's all on my website. Perfect. All right, (laughs) Melissa, thank you so much. And anyone that's listening, as always, screenshot this episode, tag us on Instagram, let us know what you thought. Um, Give us your aha moments. Just show some love on the grams. That's where we like it. Um, And we'll talk to you in the next episode. Thank you, Janessa.